Hello everyone and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast, solely focused on the theme, we can, we will. Whether this COVID-19 storm, as business owners that is, I really hope you're all well and having a great week so far, nearly at the weekend girls, oh my goodness, I can't wait for a glass of wine. If we haven't met yet, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did, slash the one asking the questions throughout these episodes. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back and thank you so much as always for tuning in. Before I introduce today's guest, I am so pleased to say that this bonus We Can We Will series is now sponsored by Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers like you and me that I've personally been using and have loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018. Not only have Tide set up a hub on their website, www.tide.co that is, that's solely focused on supporting small businesses during the COVID-19 outbreak that you'll be pleased to know cuts through all of the noise and misinformation out there by the way and instead provides the latest news advice and government support dedicated specifically to small business owners tide are also offering she can she did listeners aka you with up to three months free access to their upgraded account tide plus to support all of us even more during the coming months essentially you can set up a regular business current account in about 10 minutes on the tide app which is the one that i've been using for the past eight months. But this upgrade that usually costs $9.99 a month will give you access to all of the Tide Plus features including access to the Tide Plus member support phone line, a free 24-7 legal helpline that provides additional legal support around the clock, 20 free transfers per month, prioritised in-app support that will push your queries to the front of the queue, plus the fanciest perk if you ask me, an oh so exclusive matte black card that will make you stand out from the normal blue card lot. To get started, all you need to do is download the Tide app and enter the code PODCAST in the in-app chat to activate the offer. The T's and C's are listed in the show notes below, of course, along with the link to their amazing hub that I've been mentioning in recent weeks. I really, really hope that you find the offer and the hub as useful as I did. Right, back to today's episode in which I got to chat to the fitness powerhouse that is Chrissy Seller, founder of the incredibly successful brand that is Tone and Sculpt the fitness app that provides home and gym workouts for users that Chrissy launched at the start of 2019. Given that gym goers worldwide have scrambled to find decent home workouts in recent weeks and the pivotal role of exercise when it comes to managing not just our physical health but mental health too is more obvious than ever before since the UK went into lockdown, I wanted to find out how Chrissy and her team have responded to that demand in recent weeks and how, from a business perspective, she plans to retain the app's new customers when the gym's reopen once we're out the other side of this. With an audience of over 2 million followers, I was also interested to find out how she handled the responsibility of responding to the crisis when so many eyes and ears were looking to her for answers. This is what Chrissy had to say. As always, I hope you enjoy it. Do you know what? It's so scary to say it feels like the norm. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the even right. weirder thing, right? Everyone's starting to get used to it, and then we're going to have to adjust on the other side, right? Like I feel like I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, this is all I know now. Yeah, so it's scary. Yeah, I mean, you're handling it so well, and I feel like compared to so many of the business owners I've spoken to, I've spoken to a few in the fitness industry. Fitness is an industry that's. Um, sh- by the way, should we just go for it? Are you ready go to go? For it. Yeah. <laughs> 
you don't need to prep me I'll, yeah, yeah. I'm free-flowing anyway amazing but no compared to so many of the um founders I've spoken to so far fitness is generally an industry that's doing quite well from this isn't it because we're all kind of looking to fitness to keep us not just from like a a boredom perspective but keep mental health in check keep us moving etc etc so over the past um what are we in I think is it week six or seven of lockdown I'm losing track of time feels like 10,000 years to me. I don't yeah, that's <laughs> I don't it. It's mental. But no, over the, let's let's call it seven. Um, over the course of the past seven weeks, you know, how has the coronavirus impacted you as a business owner, your business in general? Um, and how has it kind of evolved from early March right through to now? What are we, end of April? Yeah, we're end of April. It's nearly May. Oh my God, it's the 30th of April. I'm seeing it now. Um, I mean, we launched Tone and Sculpt last year me and my business partner relaunched it and we didn't have much expectation in fact we we thought if we had 10,000 subscriptions that would be insane we were like whoa that would be incredible amazing it was just me and him to begin with we didn't really have any staff we didn't really know much about the tech industry I'm not gonna lie I'm fully transparent about this but all we knew is we had a common vision and that common vision was to help as many women as possible achieve their goals in an affordable accessible way that was super user-friendly and easy to use because there's so many things out there now that can just be a bit suffocating so fast forward to then within three months of our company launched we realized okay we need a team because this is this is blowing up more than what we anticipated now it's been a year we have a team of 17 soon to be expanding to actually 22 uh, we've just finished interviewing five people to join the team oh my gosh wow yeah I, I mean I don't handle interviews anymore um I'm very bad at them I just everyone. <laughs> I'm like you're great yeah, yeah, yeah honestly it's that's such a knack though isn't it like you have to really because I'm like that I always see the good in people and there's a real skill to interviewing where you have to really think about it's not necessarily who you like but who's going to be the best for the job you know it's, it's 100 percent honestly you should see me in an interview I'm like look like I swear if you're okay with that we can we can work it out yeah I'm like no that's not how this works you need to you need to understand if someone can actually do the job so yeah yeah, so there's 17 of us and we've actually really really grown during this time um our increase in sales have been 88 percent wow yeah, there's been 88% burst in sales. We're lucky enough, I haven't put any employee on furlough. We've literally used all company investment. I don't take out loans. I have never taken an investment on everything on Toner Sculpt. This is a self-sufficient company. Mm. So yeah, no loans, no investments, no nothing. We're still paying our office. In London, we have our HQ in Farringdon. Uh, We still pay that every single month. We haven't stopped payment. No one goes in there. Only Jack goes in there. My business partner, he loves to work in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's an empty office. We're still paying for it. And owning an office in London, it's expensive. (laughs) I was going to say, like, it's expensive just to have an office that you're not using in general. But add London rent into that and it's absolutely mental so I mean huge kudos to you for keeping that all going I'm interested though like with you know you have such a huge audience and there's so many eyes and ears on you they're kind of like looking to you for answers and also for just generally an escape I think you're always there you're always happy I'm really interested to know how you handled that kind of responsibility back in March you know when it was really uncertain and everyone was there was so much panic out there I'm putting myself in your shoes that's a lot of pressure when no one really has answers to respond to that so how did you kind of handle that 
I mean, honestly, Fiona, like, if I'm being honest, like, I'm not happy every day. Oh, God. Like, I wake up and I feel like, can I, can I swear on this show? Can I? Go for it. Anything oh, goes. I feel like shit sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, like, uh, it's gloomy outside. I don't really want to work out. Like, I'm a human being. Of course I feel like that. But at the end of the day, I always ask people this. What is your why? Like, why is it that you do what you do? And it's not about, for me, it's so easy to do something for money, engagement, followers. But is that going to fulfill me? Absolutely not. My why to get up and to be positive, even when I don't want to be, is because I have a responsibility within this industry to make sure that this page, this community that we've built is full of positivity, is full of community, full of inspiration. And that's why I post so many people's stories on my, on my, on my own story, because we're encouraging one another. It's a way to motivate one another in this horrible, horrible time that we're all facing. It's not just one person. It's all of us dealing with it right now. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, that's completely fair enough. I feel like if you turned around and said that you're always, always happy, I mean, everyone sees through that, right? No, <laughs> yeah, no, 100% not. And I'm, I'm honest with that as well. Like there's been a couple of days where I've woken up and I've gone on social media and I've said, you know what, guys, I've had a crap day. Is that just me? Mm. Like I'm, I'm really feeling it. Like I'm lonely. I'm with my dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who, by the way, I've got golden retrievers, although they're at my parents. <laughs> Honest to God, anyone, I feel like there's a mutual thing with a golden retriever owner. There's just like, we all know they're the best dogs, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. I don't care what anyone says. Like, I don't care if anyone attacks me. I'm like, golden retrievers, they're expressions. Yeah. Honestly. You know when they're happy, when they're sad. I'm like, oh, buttons. Yeah. I'm like, I can't tell her off. I love her too much. Yeah, honestly, it's like I normally work for my parents. They're about 10 minutes down the road. And I 100% miss the dogs more than I miss my parents. I love my parents, yeah. but the dogs are just everything. But um, in terms of like, just generally then, you've got that a huge team. If you're hiring right now, given that we're all on lockdown as well, how are you motivating your team? Because I always think it's different. You know, you're the founder. You care the most. And it's like, how are you making sure that even though they're all working from home, they're still, you know, what's yeah. the word I'm going for? You get the this most out of them in the nicest question. way. This is such a great question because honestly, we've struggled. And that is the truth of it. Like as a team, here's the, here's the reality of it. You hire people because you can't do the job as good as they do. My job is not to manage people. My job is not to be the best at digital marketing, the best at web development, the best at paid acquisition, data analysis. I'm employing people to do that because that's their speciality. My job is to lead my team, to influence my team, to understand the common vision that we have. I cannot sit there and micromanage what people are doing, hence why we have our very own general manager at Tona Scott that does that. And we've done things, and this has really helped us as a company. When we do go back to reality, we are introducing uh, once a month a well-being day where we're going to have um, a life coach and a, a therapist come in and a meditation expert to really help our team relax and breathe and de-stress. 
We want to do days out. We want to make sure we have one-on-ones. We've asked our general manager to do one-on-ones with everyone each week to make sure they're okay. I mean, even little things like sending your team flowers. We sent everyone flowers, just a little pick-me-up and just to say thank you. Because we are stressed. Like, we are stretched thin. The company is growing to a huge capacity. There's been hundreds and thousands of downloads, which is incredible, but you need more hands on deck yeah yeah. you know and you can't just expect your team to just do that and be like oh if you don't get it done there's going to be consequences absolutely not you nourish your team absolutely yeah I do feel like though it's you know even though it's something like flowers it's such a it's like a a, a little gesture but those gestures all add up don't they they're such important they're pick-me-ups like who doesn't love a bunch of flowers and I just feel like sometimes it's so easy to kind of get lost in like the bigger things like the more corporate things that you can do but actually it's all those little gestures while you are a growing team they just go such a long way I was being someone else the other day that just sent all of her team a bottle of gin and I'm like gin and flowers what's not to love yeah (laughs) and in terms of you know given that you are so like your job is you're always doing workouts um you're you know you it's, it's what you do and that in itself obviously is it's physical but how are you making sure that you're looking after yourself just generally throughout all of this when I always think you know to me my go-to is to exercise to look like keep my head clear but that's not my job whereas your job is exercise so sometimes when someone's passionate about something I guess sometimes that passion goes you know if I say for instance the people that turn like artwork into their full-time career suddenly what became an escapism for yeah. them isn't is now their job so how do you manage that oh my god I actually love I think you ask such great questions oh thanks <laughs> yeah you really guys like I've been asked so many questions <laughs> and it's always the same thing and Fiona you're like literally nailing it like the oh thank you <laughs> put it out there because I just know when a question is good but um here's the thing you see what you said there you said oh your job is to exercise right honestly what I do on a day-to-day basis it's like one percent is exercise Mm. literally all I do is work on the company and work on ideas brainstorming checking up on the team going backwards and forwards negotiating we've just made really big deals with big companies um, we're launching something really, really, really huge on Tone and Scott. I was about to tell you that. Yeah, I like, I've got it. <laughs> but it's huge. Like, you know, um, not to give away too much, but it's just me on the app right now. But that's going to change. And yeah. it's going to be, it's insane who we're, who we're like teaming up with. But also new devices. We're launching on Apple Watch and Apple TV with multiple languages. So like to do those things, there's dedication and there's craft to them. You can't just say to the team, I want to launch on Apple Watch, make it happen. Yeah, of course. Like you have to do the craft work and then present it to the team and show them the stages of what we're going to do. But in terms of exercise, it still is my passion because like I just said, I'm working. Yeah. Like else I know a lot of people think all I do is train all day oh my god I wish that is not what I do I wake up I'm working on my laptop 90% of the time and if I have a live that's when I'll work out so I do live streams once in a while and then I have a content day and on my content day I'll record up to six seven workout videos and then we'll get the team to edit them and then I'll have them stocked up that's amazing I feel like 
I'm just putting myself in that and in your shoes. If I've done seven back-to-back videos or something, I would 100% have a massive... I'm just thinking like the carb fest that follows that. That would be dreamy. Oh, um, <laughs> I'll go crazy afterwards. Like, me. <laughs> it's got to be done. Okay, if you were to offer any um, founder listening advice, I'm so aware that a lot of the founders that will be listening to this, it's, it's a completely different business model. But I do think there's obviously, there's always things that like you, you can relate to and pick up from this. And I just think, yeah, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on what you'd say to them right now to just kind of, I suppose, make the most of this situation and just keep going. Because I think I've said it a few times on this series, you know, there's no end date with this. And I think that's what's causing a lot of the anxiety because it'd be so much easier if we were told, you know, October 1st, we're going going back to work, everything returns to normal. But that just not knowing, what would your advice be? My advice will be, um, if you do sell physical products, and if you are a small startup company that does rely on business to consumer via product, um, and what I mean by that, let's say you're a coffee shop owner or a restaurant owner, et cetera. This is actually a great opportunity for you to look at the digital e-commerce. This is a great opportunity for you to see what you can do via a digital product, whether that be an app, whether that be a web web app, whether that be you offering online services. For example, if you are a personal trainer and you do one-on-one sessions with a, with a client and that's all you know and you have your t- traditional way of training, this is a great opportunity for you to keep those clients by creating programs for them or even doing Zoom calls and one-on-one sessions with them. Mm-hmm. I think that the digital world is expanding rapidly and I would strongly recommend as many companies as possible to jump on it because it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. So you can still sell physical products. You can still be a restaurant, a small coffee shop, but there's a way that you can go about it and do things via an app. Look at at Uber Eats, look at delivery. They're all restaurant based, but you're still getting your food at the end of the day. Yeah, I saw that once. It was like um, it was like ASOS, Uber, or like all of those. What do they have in common? And it's like they're a shop without the absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. Honestly, digital market, digital e-commerce is literally the way forward. Mm. Going forward, then, Chrissy, like, what are your priorities right now to kind of manage? Obviously, the it's grown like exponentially the past few weeks it's that's mad like the percentage you just said but I'm I'm intrigued to know like have you thought about what happens when people start going back to the gyms and stuff because obviously the app is you do gym workouts on there as yeah. well aren't you? Yeah, yeah so I guess is that like it wouldn't be a concern then really I was gonna say like if you thought about what happened I think it's a great question because also another thing to bear in mind is we might get this huge outburst of consumers and then they'll leave yeah that's you know, it in terms right? of like retaining them like have you thought right. about that yeah, and um, one of the major things that we've just done is we are literally about to hire head of customer support. And the reason being is because we want to be able to handle the capacity of emails we get through. We get hundreds of emails a day. And even though we offer 24-hour service seven days a week, we're also expanding one of the features on the app, the forum, where the forum is going to be literally so interactive where you can receive uh, messages and no- get notified, like a message, delete a message, a full-on engagement chat, conversation, a, yeah. a full-on chat, yeah. So that means it's just going to get busier and busier and busier. So for me, the most biggest priority of all of this is customer support, making sure every customer is happy. And I don't mean just like, happy I mean ecstatic I need them to be ecstatic 
and I've said this to the team, like if my, if my customer's not happy, we failed, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Number two, I need to make sure my team is happy. I care how much money we make. I need to make sure my team's mental stability and health is okay. That's what it stems down to. Yeah, definitely. And number three, and when it comes to the gym, I think that because we do offer a beginner guide at the gym, we already have that. That's something that we're definitely going to be focusing on and we're definitely going to be providing more of a, almost like a guide in health and a hand to make sure people are eased back into the gym. Yeah. Oh my God, because there's nothing like more intimidating than going into a gym when you're a, like, it's new to you and seeing I everyone, know. it's so scary. Even when you've been to the gym before, sometimes like approaching an area, like, cause I like home workouts to me, I, I always prefer them, but like when, as and when I do go to the gym, it's always like, oh shit, like, I don't know how yeah, I feel about going over there. Yeah, 100%. So, so many, because our app base, our database for our app is 98% women or 99% women. So women are a little bit more intimidated, especially at heavy male-dominated gyms. Mm. So that's why it was so important for me to design a beginner program where it, you was able to do at home first or even at the gym to ease yourself back into it. Mm. But let me tell you something. If you're training from now in your house, you're already building that confidence. So when you're ready to go back to the gym, you're already going to have a little bit of that confidence with you, even if you're in a different environment. Yeah, it goes such a long way. No, that's such a valid point. Okay, to round up then, Chrissy, last question. Um, Once we are through this little bubble, out the other side, you've grown the team, you've had all of this amazing growth, what are you going to do to reward yourself that you've got through it? You've weathered this coronavirus storm. <laughs> oh my God. I'm my PA, Sarah. Me and my PA have literally already planned what we're going to do for the team. They don't know. Um, they have no idea this is happening. But we've already planned a massive, massive day out. And the day we go back into the office, we're not working. Yeah, I need yeah. you to come back together, familiarize themselves with each other again. And I'm not gonna. I'm gonna have a strong ass drink. I'm yes. so ready. Strong ass drink. Honest to God, I feel like the countdown to my Friday night glass of wine. I'm like really trying so hard not to be. I just don't want to get into the habit of drinking a glass of wine every no, evening. Yeah, That's just not that. good. But right, yeah, exactly. But my weekend, I feel like Friday night. That's where it all starts. It's like it goes yeah. a long way. <laughs> that's fine though but just don't make it a habit every day no not at all honestly thank you so much I really I so appreciate how busy you are so it's so lovely to chat and um yeah I just huge congratulations for everything you're doing at the moment it's amazing thank you so much no honestly it's a pleasure as well I absolutely love your podcast so this for me was such a privilege and thank you so much Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the She Can, She Did podcast. It really, really does mean a lot. If you happen to enjoy it, it would mean so much to me if you could please rate and review the series because rumour has it, it helps to boost the podcast in the charts, which allows more female founders and aspiring business owners to find it. For now, though, I really, really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening once again. And please do look out for tomorrow's episode.